his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. So the uh, the left wing news perspective on the student loan forgiveness. Oh, doesn't that sound nice? I mean, it really does. Oh, it's so sweet. Oh, your Uncle Joe lent you some money. You used it to go to school. Maybe you finished. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you took courses that really mattered. Maybe you didn't. But your Uncle Joe said, I'm loaning you this money. And that's how this keeps getting spun by all of the uh, the left wing legacy news media people. But I forget my, I, you know, I repeat myself. Even the Washington Post, the Washington Post, hardly, hardly part of our uh, vast right wing conspiracy. Even the Washington Post says Joe Biden doesn't have the ability to quote forgive these debts. Oh, see, it wasn't your crazy Uncle Joe. It was me and and your neighbors and all your pals who loaned you the money. And this is nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. But now it's in, it's in front of the Supremes. Uh, Jim Burling, vice president of legal affairs over there at the Pacific Legal Foundation, is, uh, to put it mildly, rather familiar with this matter. And I'm happy to say he's joining us. Jim, thanks for being here. Hey, it's great to be with you. It's uh, it's nice to hear your voice again. So uh, my Uncle Joe, as I understand it, cannot actually forgive the debt that, uh, well, arose when I borrowed $10,000 from you. Is that what this all boils down to? Well, it's a question of whether your Uncle Joe can forgive not only the 10000 but you've got to be up to $20,000 that he can forgive you because, hey, you know, Election Day was coming close in November and he had to keep <laughs> his promise to forgive this debt. The problem is he might not have had the authority to do that. And that's why the Supreme Court was harping on this today. Uh, Did he have the authority to do it? And somewhat more fundamentally, a kind of a technical question, did the states and individuals who are suing the federal government, did they have the right to be in court in the first place? Mm -hmm. To be in court, you have to show that you've been injured in some specific and unique way in order to be in court. That's the doctrine they call standing. And question came up several times during the arguments today, lots of times during the arguments of whether the state of Missouri or the individuals had the right to be in court in the first place. Wow. All right. So uh, tell us, Jim, A, do they have the right to be there? And would you agree with the Washington Post and Nancy Pelosi? Because uh, both of those fine, upstanding uh, institutions and people said, uh, no, Joe Biden doesn't have the ability to forgive this debt. So do they have the right to be in court in the first place? Missouri had argued, is arguing that it has a student loan program that it administers. And by this wholesale forgiveness of these loans, the state of Missouri is going to end up losing lots of money. Now, normally that's a good enough argument to have standing. And I think the conservative justices saw that and they were uh, sympathetic to that argument. The liberals, as you might imagine, uh, were very unhappy with that argument and saying, well, look, 
This is a different entity. The student loan program that Missouri has is really a different corporate entity, and they don't have standing. And as far as the individuals who sued, the individuals were saying that, look, we have standing because we are not entitled to the forgiveness program, and therefore we are in some way being injured. Uh, that's a tougher argument to make uh, mm-hmm. because they hadn't been injured by it. And you think most people say, well, somebody else gets something. That doesn't mean that because I don't get what they get, I've been injured. But that's essentially what they were arguing. So that's going to be a tough one. Now, on the question of whether or not the federal government can forgive these loans, this one went straight down the ideological divide. Uh, you had justices like Sotomayor just arguing on and on as if she was part of the argument herself, why this is such a good thing, that there's going to be massive student loan defaults, you can have people that are going to be suffering for the rest of their lives, and so on and so forth. What that has to do with the program itself and the legality of it is kind of beyond me. Now, Jim, here's an interesting thing. The Washington Post, which I will again point out, hardly part of our vast right-wing conspiracy, they did an exhaustive examination and said, no, there's nothing in this HEROES Act that gives the president the power to forgive this. Nancy Pelosi, when she was Speaker of the House and out on the campaign husking, said uh, the president can delay it, he can defer it, he can, I don't know, make it a dessert topping and a, uh, a floor wax, but he cannot forgive it. So this well, again, don't forget that Uncle Joe himself, when he was out on the campaign trail, said, well, yep. I'm going to do what I can to forgive student loans. But he is also saying at prior time that I'm not sure we have the authority to do this. Well, they kind of drew this uh, hat, this magic hat where you reach in and you get this <laughs> magic potion. And that's what they're basing the argument on. The, 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 the HEROES Act says that the federal government, Department of Education, can modify or waive provisions. And that was considered to be, you know, that modify or waive the timing, but not give wholesale forgiveness. That's going to cost $400 billion. And so that's where it, it is such a reach. And that's what the Post was saying, and that's what Pelosi was saying. Look, modify or waive is one thing, but wholesale forgiveness is something completely different. All right. Now, Jim, I'm going to ask you to go back in time. Uh, John Boehner said, I helped to write this bill. In fact, he gets credit uh, for the most part for putting together this Heroes Act. And he said, no, absolutely not. There's nothing in this that gives Biden the power to forgive student loans. Does that matter? It, it should matter to some extent in trying to interpret a statute if the statute is ambiguous. Now, a lot of us don't think there's much ambiguity in the statute. It clearly doesn't give that authority. Now, I'll say, on the other hand, George Miller, a former congressman who also helped write the act, he's gone out and filed a brief saying, of course, it gives us authority. So it these does seem to fall on ideological grounds that if you think this is going to help the Democratic Party, you're going to say it <laughs> helps the helps the program or not. So it's a question of politics. But, you know, if it's a plain language of reading the statute, what does waive and modify mean in the context of loan provisions? It generally doesn't mean that you're going to have a wholesale abandonment of those provisions. It's giving you more time to pay it off. It's changing the interest rates, perhaps. It's doing a lot of things, but simply saying, oh, the debt does their history. And that's basically unfair. There were questions that were argued uh, by uh, Justice Roberts sort of asking questions. What about 
the poor guy who doesn't go to college because he can't afford it, but he goes out to the bank and gets a loan to start up a lawn care business. Mm-hmm. Can the federal government say that he doesn't have he has to pay back his loans? But a student who goes to college isn't going to be much better off than the kid with a lawn business. The, the richer guy doesn't have to pay off, but the yeah. person owning the lawn business does. That's inherently unfair. Yeah. And the question was asked repeatedly of the government's counsel, isn't that unfair? And she kept on having to say, well, that doesn't matter. Oh, OK. Well, I'm glad she could uh, explain that in such uh, great detail a brilliant legal mind there let me let me ask you about so-called forgiveness in this regard jim let's say joe biden forgives these debts do they just vanish or do they i don't know wind up in other people's uh, mailboxes asking for payments well actually it's going to end up in my mailbox yep. on april 15th and your mailbox on april 15th this year and every year forward as we pay our taxes because this isn't free money uh, the money has to be paid, borrowed, or somewhere. Eventually, it has to be paid off. And that's you and me who have to do that. Absolutely. Jim, I appreciate you being here. For folks who want to follow this case and uh, all the great work that you do at the Pacific Legal Foundation, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, check out our website, pacificlegal.org. You'll learn about this case and a whole lot of others. I love it, Jim. I appreciate you being here, man. That is Jim Burling. He is the vice president of legal affairs from the uh, Pacific Legal Foundation. He and uh, other folks from Pacific Legal have been here many, many times. They're great people. Uh, and and I get it. Nobody wants to uh, be in this situation, right? I've got great friends who are saying, hey, the, my college debt is killing me. And, and I feel terrible. But president doesn't have the ability to just wave his magical wand and make it go away he just doesn't 344 jeff katz news radio wrva his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt and even after band camp he might not be the greatest musician but with the three percent annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account your goal of supporting his dreams thanks for everything mom and dad will always be worth it Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. 
Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024.